I think you're right. I think that's a really good kind of a breaking down of Brett Kavanaugh in a way that people haven't really heard before. That he is a vampire wannabe. Kind of like, I, I don't know uh, if you ever watched Buffy, but there's a, a character that is her boyfriend in college. And she catches him at like a, a vampire den, getting his like blood sucked by like a vampire because he wanted to be one. And mm -hmm. she was, like, disgusted with him. So she broke up with him after that. That and, was, like, a true... That was, like, that's a true icon sort of moment. Anti-vampire icon moment in oh, yeah. history. Buffy, Buffy taught so many people self-defense subconsciously without really even, like, beating them over the head with it. Just by showing her beating vampires over the head with you know, holy water and with stakes and with positive good spells because you have Willow who's a good witch. And but let's see, let's get back to kind of Kavanaugh because I, I think right. you were really hitting some cultural notes here. Well it it all comes up because this is what he obviously has been aspired to be his whole life. He wants to be a vampire. He is being influenced by vampire culture and he's trying to get in but I think he, in the end of the day, he's a daywalker. It doesn't make him any less despicable, if not even more, because he doesn't have the powers of a true vampire, uh, but will do anything in his power to try to get to that point. Um, so this is a very destructive behavior. And I was just talking about how this is all started to open up to me as soon as I got passed on anonymously a diary about vampires. Uh, it's, you may know it as the television series that came out in 2009, Vampire Diaries. I was talking to Gio about this before, and this really opened my eyes. To see the actual diaries of vampires uh, really spells out everything uh, that is happening right now, especially with Kavanaugh. Wow. So you have in your possession a secret diary um, lock, lock, under lock and key. And by the way, welcome to another week of Ghosts in the Scene. I'm your host, Gio. This is the only Ghost Free podcast out there. So please be listening to us uh, in your rotation because we'll keep you safe from the ghosts from every other podcast. Um, what's up, Rob? This is my co-host, Rob. How's it going? Guys, it's October. I'm f feeling spooky. It's out there in the air. I'm seeing it. It's getting more and more every day. This is really the height of the paranormal activity and powers and i think we're ready uh this year i'm feeling it absolutely especially now that we have the under our belts the investigation the very successful investigation into the lost boys which i think uh un kind of uncovered some truths that i i think our our audience doesn't even realize that they understand now but i think over time they'll get it and now with your vampire diary, I think, mm -hmm. I, you know, we're set to be very, very well protected this, this October. But you're right. It, it is very dangerous. 
And that's why it's important to be protected. This is why it's important to get the knowledge from experts on this. Uh, so we're glad that you're here to hear from us. Uh, we're hoping and we're, we're appreciating all your stories that you're sharing with us as well. Uh, makes us all safer. You know, the more that we know, the more we can protect each other, everyone. So good to be out there. Just watch the Vampire Diaries. So, yeah, it's going in straight into it, too. It is a show where the vampire is from the South and has fought in the Civil War. And that is a lot, I know. Especially if, in, if you haven't seen the series, that's a lot of information to kind of digest real quick. But it goes there, and it, and it really speaks to everything that's going on. Uh, because this is a vampire that has seen the Underground Railroad and knows the blueprints. Wow. And, and you know, uh, just real quick, I think our audience is smart enough to know, to, to believe certain things. I think um, they're... They know that they're, we're professionals. They know that what we say is solid gold in any court of law, um, down to the smallest of the highest court. And so that's why we have the authority to talk about Brett Kavanaugh and, and vampires the way that we do. So I feel like it should be a policy that we just start treating them like they're as smart as we are. Because um, for the people that have been listening for you know since episode one, they're as pro they're professionals too now. You guys, you guys are professionals now, and so you should you should have the kind of uh, ability to, to chime in and to uh, have us respect you as the professionals that you are. So the Vampire Diaries, as, as much as we want to say caution to the uh, person that doesn't know about this kind of stuff, for people like our listeners, I feel like it's open it's open season for this kind of stuff. They should be able to read this diary. Definitely. I mean, all it really takes is um, a Netflix account, I believe. And that's how you hack into it. Um, you know, this is thanks to the tireless, tireless work of the street team pressuring Netflix to put it on there. Uh, I, you know, truth be told, and I don't know if I should be saying this, but it actually Vampire Diaries first leaked onto Netflix through the efforts of the street team. Netflix did not want to put it up there. They said, no, this is too dangerous. But guess what? You can't beat the street team. They hacked in and they placed the video in Netflix. Wow. And, and because of you, because of you listeners that go out and listen to it, because it's remained <clears throat> getting traffic, Netflix won't, now won't take it down. So you have power. You can do, make a difference. And that's what this whole movement is about, is making differences every single day. Small gestures can lead to big things, people. And we're on our way. And thanks to you, this secret diary is now accessible to anyone with a Netflix account. So bravo. Bravo. Um, that's applause for you guys, for, for the street team. Whenever we have a little success, I'll throw in a little applause break for, for you guys because you deserve it. You need this little break and you need the attention that our podcast can provide you. So thank you guys for hacking Netflix and please do it more so because there are, uh, we know that October brings something that we're all dreading. Uh, it's stranger things. Stranger right. things is coming. And we've been talking about this since last year, but the fact that stranger things might be about ghosts this season just makes me furious. And we can't have that. So I, I want to get that campaign that we were working on before. I want to redo it. I, I want to revamp it 
And we got to make sure that Kanye West does not spoil Stranger Things. Because he talked about how the kids see ghosts. And now we have to make sure that doesn't happen. So hashtag save Stranger Things. And then hashtag say no to ghosts right under that one. Because we can't have that in our TVs and in our Netflix's streaming over all those platforms. Um, literally the world will tip under and, and we will be in the upside down, just like they say in the TV show. So uh, let's get to the weekly news. We haven't done this in a while, an investigation into something that's happening you know, right now, a current event. And I feel like it's primed. We really need to discuss something that's coming out. Um, this is coming out Friday, our our podcast. So today, tonight, you guys will be witnessing at the marquees of all of the movie theaters across the world. A movie is coming out called A Star is Born. And I want to caution everybody. Be careful when you approach this movie. It is haunted up to the gills and uh, it's not even the first of its uh, of its kind this is the third remake of a star is born i mean this means that folks this is the fourth movie to come out that is called a star is born with the exact same plot uh i mean it, it really blows my mind this is like a supernova right i mean kind of backwards but still it, four times. That is so much energy that I can't even imagine in the third remake of it as well. Mm -hmm. If there's a six in every single one of these, we're in trouble, folks. We're in deep shit, if that is true. And I am, I'm so sorry to say, but we've been doing our investigation. And what we found is that there are indeed many sixes involved in the Stars Born saga. Damn. It can be traced all the way f back to the first movie. The first movie came out in 1937. And it starred Janet Gaynor, whose real name was Laura Augusta Gaynor. Another dynasty. Of, of course. And... She was born, and this is this is gonna shake you guys. So get your get your uh, calculators out, number heads. She was born October sixth, nineteen oh six. Now, guys, that's the day after A Star Is Born, the movie with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. That's the day after that movie comes out. Coinc the anniversary coincidence. They probably couldn't make it the sixth because that movies don't come out on Saturdays this year but mm -hmm. they would have done it if they had the chance but it's all the math right because like just flip it around right where it's on the fifth that comes out you said right yes so five plus one is six well exactly so even even in in the in the number five all you have to do is add a number one and that's six and uh, so let's let's look at it a little bit more in, into uh, Laura Augusta Gaynor, okay? She died when she was 77 years old. And, of course, you would think, oh, it's uh, old age. She's 77. Not true. She was in a car accident 
and then died from her injuries. So, this is an accident. Suspect. Who knows who, knows who did it? N nobody it knows. It's an unnatural death. Exactly. And, and that's, that's very important to, to really think about. And, here, and here's one more kind of little small thing. So, her name is Laura Augusta Gaynor. And she was born in Germantown, Philadelphia. So I, I just want everybody to remember that. Germantown. That's where she was born. Laura Augusta Gaynor. Okay? Remember her name. And, of course, she died at 77, which is a, a good number, but of, of an accidental death. So uh -huh. not good. Now um, let's move on to the next movie. The next iteration of this, the first remake. It was the 1954 A Star is Born with Judy Garland. You may have heard of her, right? I think I've heard of her. Um, she was in another movie called Babes on Broadway. Um, everyone knows that movie, Babes on Broadway. Mm -hmm. So she pretty much did only two, two or three movies. A Star is Born, Babes on Broadway... And then meet me, meet me in St. Louis or something like that. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so Judy Garland, let's let's quickly just kind of go over her life. Not not much much of a bio. She was born on 6-10-1922. So that that's our second six that's appearing in <clears throat> both iterations of this film. Yes. Um, she died on 6-22. 1969 you know all these numbers like they're hitting close but something you were telling me before Gio really got me thinking is that Garland and Gaynor both start with Ga Ga Gaynor Ga Garland right? yeah so you're, you're seeing it twice twice in a row but the numbers just aren't fitting and, Almost, and but they're close, right? It's close, I mean, yeah. It's very frustrating, but I mean, the Gaga is there. It's it's been set. It's been set in stone since 1954. Since, okay, right. Well, since I mean, the second, yeah, exactly. The second one, right? So then we go to 1976, and that's the next movie that comes out, A Star Is Born, with Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. There's no ga. No, no ga. But it's already complete. Exactly. You 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 don't need another ga. Could be ga ga ga. There's no lady ga ga ga. Mm -mm. And if there was, she would sue the pants off them. But here here we have um something interesting because her name isn't just Barbara Streisand, it's Barbara Joan Streisand. Okay? And she was born in 1942, and uh, she's 76 years old right now. Now, A Star is Born came out in 1976, and now Barbara Streisand is 76 when the new moon's coming out. So hmm. now October 6th was the day of uh, the birthday of Janet Gaynor, right? And Barbara mm -hmm. Streisand is 76 on the year 
that a star is born comes out. I, and and that's and that, that's kind of the thing about the the numbers is they're fitting it's like a strange collage and it, it seems like if you take a step back you kind of see the avant-gardeness of of this art collage and it is lady gaga just mm -hmm. just like we always have known her to be very avant-garde very artistic and here we have it, because now if you look at Lady Gaga's name, it's not her name, right? What's her real name? We need to say her real name, because that is what dispels the... And I don't know her actual real name, Joe. I think it's, I can, it's just been... I can say it, but I want to be very careful saying it, because All right. it sounds like a spell. Hmm. It really does sound like a spell. Well, be careful when... So, to all you out there, I mean, this is ghost-free, but sometimes incantations can still have adverse effects. And, you know, that yeah. doesn't mean that nothing can happen, but just know yeah. that there's no ghosts. I mean, the thing is this. You say a spell... If, if you hear me, like, uh, say a spell, and I'm telling you that there's no ghosts coming from your headphones to your head, mm -hmm. but... If you say a spell in your head, when you hear me saying the spell, you could provoke a ghost in your brain. And yep. I, I I can't stop that, okay? So that's why I I like to think that there are professionals that are listening and, and that they can handle this kind of stuff. And there's not amateurs, but we I know there's amateurs. And we, we welcome you guys because, you know, everyone starts off as an amateur. And we all did too. Um, but we put in the work. So I just want to just quickly say that uh, be careful when you're listening to this because her name is Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanata. Wow. Let's break that down real quick. So we got the Joanne, right? It shows up again. The Joanne, just like Barbara Streisand. Okay, we have the Stefani with the I, right? And mm -hmm. Janet Gaynor, her actual last name Gaynor, it, you know, uh, on her Wikipedia, it's G-A-Y-N-O-R. But her, right. her given born name was G-A-I-N-O-R. So there's that Stefani, that I, that weird I placement. Okay. Right. And then we have... Germanata. German, like Janet Gaynor, was from Germantown. So it comes full circle. And she was born in 1986. The last one. There it is. Mm -hmm. She's 32 years old, and three times two is six, guys. Mm -hmm. So... When when your when your mind is is being done um, processing all of that, guys, I just want to say that I am worried for Barbara Streisand because she's seventy six years old, and Janet Gaynor died when she was seventy seven years old, so she's one year away. Right. So I'm also trying to like, you know, 
this is get into some deep math head territory. So um, if this isn't your forte, you know, feel free to skip ahead a minute or two because this is going to be some heavy math that's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, so Janet Gaynor also died in 1984. When I'm thinking about relation, you've got me thinking about relationships between the films that were made after each subsequent one and the time that each of these actresses have passed away because that could tell us some important information of how much danger is Barbara in. Janet Gaynor died in 1984 when the second film came out in 1954. So 30, 30 years, years, exactly. Julie Garland died in 1969, as you said, before the next movie came out in 1976. Which is, what is that, seven years? Mm-hmm. Seven, and who died at 77? Janet, Janet Gaynor. It was 77 when she died in 1984. Wow. So this is this is why we have calculators, guys, to crunch some of these numbers for us, and we have uh, more math heads, more professionals like you guys, because you guys need to take this information and crunch it, put it through your simulations, and see what happens. Because Judy Garland died at forty-seven. Right. So that's another factor into all of it as well. And of and course, you see all the repeating sevens. She died of a of an accidental overdose not on purpose so another accidental death two accidents mm -hmm. what we're seeing here is a pattern and barbara streisand seems to have jumped to the second to the original archetype and i guess we should say maybe we should be worried for lady gaga because she might fall into the Judy Garland kind of scenario. Right. If it skips the it's, generation. It's exactly. And this is a generational kind of movie. It, it seems like every generation needs a new star. A new star to be born. Only to fizzle out. And it, it, it's, it's kind of like a strange sacrifice. It, it is a ritual mm -hmm. sacrifice. This is like a spell told in in decades, not in in, in you know minutes or in, or in you know seconds. This is a spell that spans possibly a century. Well, I, that Geo, I sorry. This I know that we we usually do research, but not circumstantial. But the, I am looking at the IMDb page for 2018 stars born, and the thumbnail of the of the trailer with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, there is an orb, a green orb between them. And I'm feeling some serious vibes from it right now. And I, I Whoa. you know, it's like, I, it's just, it's giving me vibes. All right. Guys, That's where I'm at right now. Okay. I, I was making a joke earlier about Judy Garland that I didn't know about the wizard of Oz. And that was a stupid joke, but now I'm putting my serious hat on and you said green orb. It's bright green. Just like the Emerald City, like where the Wizard of Oz is from? Oh, my God. She's stalking her. That's her ghost, Gio. She's warning her. Or possibly, yeah, maybe she's stalking her to, to kind of either be the Grim Reaper 
or maybe she's her guardian angel, her Garland, Judy Garlandian angel. So the question is, is she a good witch or is she a bad witch? Which did she do m more acting with? And, and who did she fall in love with more on the set? We have to find that out. And I think this would be actually a perfect deep dive into the old Hollywood that everyone always talks about. You know, we weren't there for it. And I feel like there is a lot of old ghost st stuff that happened back then that no one's oh, talking about. Definitely. I mean, we cracked the lid off the Warners uh, very early on. And we've been finding the repercussions of that ever since. So mm -hmm. that's definitely there. I mean, like, that's where all of this really started, too, is these initial incantations uh, from these early film pioneers. So to understand our current situation a little bit more, I think we need to reach a little bit further back in time. You know, we're, today we reached a little back for the Kavanaugh thing to 2009, <laughs> but that's, that, that's, that's short game. Uh, we need to be looking back long con. Of course, and be because most of of Hollywood is just retelling of of old movies, and so you got to go back and see about these actors and and their lives and how the roles affected their lives, and and so in in, in that matter, what happened to Chris Christopherson, and is that what's going to happen to Bradley Cooper? You know, it, you know, is, is he because? And I'm only saying this because Chris Christopherson was in. Blade. He was in the Blade trilogy. So he's a known vampire-killing advocate. Hmm. So is that the... You know, so the, the thing is, you, you create a, a vampire killer in, in the process of this ritual murder. I mean, I think... I mean, is that so specifically connected, or is it just pointing the larger of how small of a town Hollywood is? And how you have vampires and vampire killers kind of side by side. Uh, you know, it's the whole community is based around this group, is vampires, right? So there's going to be eventually some mixing between them. Uh, some, uh, some demons and some angels. I mean, it's true. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, everyone needs a paycheck. And, you know, you got to bring home the bacon uh, one way or the other. I think you're right about that, but or the I, or I, the or the blood of of humans if you're a vampire, right? But I do think it's important that there is a distinction uh, made between the kind of so you you make a pair of, of of a star is born. You make the 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 lead or actor and the lead actress, um, and it the whole story of all of the, of all of these movies is very uh, it's the same. The um, the musician male finds a young talent, um, and she kind of outlives his fame and and kind of you know outshines him at the end of the movie, and it's that thing where he loses his power, she gains in power, and it's almost like a vampire's interaction. He's being like siring her, right. Or, she or she she is like like she was the vampire, and she's taking his energy, right? And so I feel like the 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 role for the male for the mm. man in in these movies is a role of powerlessness of of, of seeing 
what you've built being taken away from you, kind of being subjected to a vampire, right? Hmm. And I think this churns them against vampires, that feeling of helplessness that they have to uh, embody, they have to method act. They have to kind of uh, get in that mentality of, of the vampire's victim, and they don't like that. So they become people who want to act in Blade movies. You know what I'm saying? They become possibly, hopefully, Bradley Cooper becomes, you know, the next Van Helsing or something like that. The the Dracula killer, you know, because we need somebody like that. It's interesting motivation, but like I think I also go back to being energy being drained. Or do they have really the capacity to be? that mm. full Van Helsing character. Uh, I think, you know, Chris Christopherson is fine. He's doing all right for himself. But I don't think he's always at the head of... When I'm looking at the head of my news headlines, I don't see him hanging out too much. Um, I think you're right. I mean, uh, he's also got a couple of Ks in his name. Uh, you know, you don't want to mess around with that too much. Yeah. No, I think you're right. What's up and with that? And and here's the thing, we, we know for a fact that the Blade movies didn't work because Wesley Snipes got fucking T-boned and got sent to jail, and he's not making any more movies. And That's what you, you're right, when you fuck with the Vampire Squad, he was trying to make a really subversive film, which he did, succeeded, and they come after you. And the problem was that he made a trilogy, he made three, and when you make three, the third one is always the one that kills you. Because it's it, it the implications of the three really weighs down on on the filmmaker. I mean, here, 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 do you also have the ability though? Because three is endued with so much power that if you're able to get through, you know, most of the times it will destroy any normal man. But if you can pull it off, if you can get that third one to really hit, uh, mm -hmm. I think that can give you the powers to change the world. You know, Peter Jackson knows all about that with the Lord of the Rings. Right. He won he he won over the hearts of of the most rock-like men, people who who have no feelings. And when Aragorn became the the king, people the whole, cried. the whole theater that I was with cried like babies. Burst in tears. Just like Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. And but the thing was is that he did it and he's probably one of the only ones that can. And what I'm saying is that Wesley Snipes just did not have it in him. The vampires. And this is kind of also indicative of the Lost Boys, like we were talking about. It fizzled but, out. But you got to try, right? Like, I, I, I applaud him for giving his effort. And I think, especially in the first one, making a really solid, subversive vampire film. Like, could have left it out of that one. But he wanted to go for the Holy Tr Trinity. Um, and just unfortunately, it's just it's difficult. It, most fail, and that's mm -hmm. too not. It's not to their fault. Um, but you know, you, it's a hard thing to do. Um, yeah, and, and just real quick, shout. Uh, I I didn't. I don't want to say that I support Peter Jackson and his movie. Um, right. There was ghosts in the third one. I don't know if people saw that, but there was fucking it was ghosts. Filled with ghosts. Um, I I don't want to say that that I loved it. I'm just saying that. It made me cry, and just because it makes you cry doesn't doesn't mean that it's not full of ghosts. And I wasn't wearing protective gear. I, mean, I, I think I you make cry. a really you make a really important point because it's like we're saying that 
it's a holy trinity. It's the it's the ability to change the world. I never said it was the ability to change the world for good. Exactly. Oh yeah, of course. It's and just and I, change it however you you wish to. And I think your your reference to Kavanaugh is really spot on there. Yeah. Look where we are now. Look where we are now. Uh, it's right. it's so it's so scary to be um, a, a living person in in this world now. Because you have vampires, you have ghosts, you have demons, and you could have a vampire lackey on the Supreme Court, and he could say that now, nighttime, you have to keep your doors unlocked. That'll be a Supreme Court, um, one of the right. rulings. And then right. vampires could just walk right in. Um, and it's a shame. And that's, that's not the world that we want to live in. That's not the world that we want to promote. We want to promote a world of peace. And of hopefully of sunlight that will destroy all vampires in its wake. Um, a light so bright that it never goes out, but has nothing to do with Morrissey. Not at all. I mean, this is kind of, we're kind of living in the age of the return of the king, but who's king? Exactly. Viggo Mortensen is nowhere to be found. Mm -mm. He has uh, abdicated the throne. Yeah, I want us all to think about that. Like, who's king? uh is currently on the throne right now and i think that shows more importance i i hope that someone is able to pull off another holy trinity and start changing this world more for for the good because i think the last one we got is the lord of the rings and i think that put a curse on us yeah they use ghosts it was it was a bad mistake for, for peter jackson i don't know what he was thinking he had the hat trick all all figured out and he put a ghost in it I, I probably under studio pressure, and mm -hmm. and look look where it got us. It got us got us exactly where we are. Thanks a lot, Pete. And um, yeah, I think you're totally right. Right now, everybody has to realize that there is somebody on that throne. We don't know where the throne is, if it's in this dimension, if it's in another dimension. But there is a king on a throne somewhere, and we got to ask ourselves: king or queen, or a they them. Uh, being, but we got to ask ourselves, who is the king? Because they're out there. And I think we're going to leave you guys with that question and maybe uh, uh, tweet at us if you know who the king is. Because I think they're worthy of investigation, if, if, if nothing else. I think they, they deserve to get looked at by us, by professionals. Hashtag who's king? <clears throat> Say no to ghosts. Hashtag save stranger things. SST. Stay, uh, what do you call it? Say no to ghosts. Stay in the scene. Keep those eyes on the screen, everybody. We're going to see you out there on the streets. We're going to keep on fighting this together. Because uh, in our numbers, we're more powerful than all those ghosts out there. I mean, there's a hell of a lot of ghosts, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, but we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it rocking, everybody. Yeah, and uh, be careful. Uh, please tweet out... Uh, Tweets of support to Barbara Streisand in her year of turbulence. We mm -hmm. don't know what's going to happen in this next year, so we hope and pray that she is nice and safe. Because same for Lady Gaga, because uh, I think the way that the numbers are, like we can't, no one's safe these days. Mm -hmm. So keep your prayers out for her as well. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Judy Garland is a good witch. Yes, and and we will investigate more into that, and and we will determine if she is or not. A good witch or not so yeah. um, i think we may need to get some experts so stay tuned yeah. for that everyone absolutely so until next time guys um take it easy we love you
拜拜。